The Audio Vault on 94.1 San Antonio Sports Star is brought to you by AA Best Bail Bonds, 225-2121 or online at mybestbailbonds.com. It's R&R in the morning here on San Antonio Sports Star. He's Rudy J. I'm Rob Thompson. We are your home for the Dallas Cowboys. We'll prove it to you yet again tonight and in just a second as we host the Dallas Cowboys at 6 p.m. We get our early game, pregame going. We got the game all the way through post, as we always do. Stay with us all day long. Hey, we're talking game tonight, and when we do, we reach out to the very best. I'd like to introduce to you the pride of Olive Branch High, a current co-host, our current host of his own show up there in uh, Seattle, the K.J. Wright Show. And K.J. all day on the podcast. Find it wherever you get your podcast. like to welcome on the show K.J. Wright. Man, it's been a few minutes. How you been, K.J.? Doing well, doing well. Thank you guys for having me. How y'all been? We're good, man. Can't complain. We got Seahawks in Dallas tonight. I know a game that you'll be yeah. you'll be tuned into. You know, KJ, as a you know, as a former Seahawk and watching your team go through what it's gone through over the last couple of years, and I, I tell you what, as far as Pete Carroll, where do you give him a grade as far as coaching? Because I think what he's done over the last couple of years has really been kind of changing the a flat tire while doing fifty. You know what I mean? You're retooling a team and still winning football games. Absolutely, I give Coach Carroll an A. And look wow. at last year; everyone said Russell Wilson is gone. It's rebuild year for the team. Geno Smith is a backup quarterback. He can't do anything, and we got to the playoffs. He led these guys to nine wins last year. And um, year in and year out, the man has been there for going on, what, 13 years? Always 10-plus wins. Always making some noise in the playoffs. Got to two Super Bowls. And um, and this year it has not been fun. Let's, I want to be honest. It hasn't been fun. It hasn't been pretty. But let's really watch the finish of this football team. Let's watch how they withstand this storm. They're about to go through. We have Dallas. We got Philly. We got um, the Niners again. Let's watch see how they finish this football season. Um, his leadership is like no other that I've been around. Obviously, I only played for really one head coach, but um, he played for a good just one. Watching his leadership, you play for a good one, and um, his leadership style, the way he get guys to finish, the way he brings out the best in guys, is is beautiful. And so, we're gonna see this final stretch of the football season. And KJ, if there's and again, no one's gonna know this team like you do. If there's something you feel like a weakness that you feel like the Cowboys will try to exploit on either side of the ball, what do you think it would be for the Seahawks? It's our, it's, that's the easy answer. It's our offense. And um, looking at our offense, we don't have an identity. I'm gonna be as blunt as I can. Wow. We don't have an identity. I don't know with those three are. receivers. Yeah, how with those three happen? receivers and, and that running back. Yeah, yeah. What, how did that happen? Well, let me tell you something. I, it, it actually makes sense with those three receivers we have, but you know Coach Carroll's philosophy is run, run the football. Coach Carroll wants to control the trenches. Coach Carroll wants to control the run game. And it's like when I have all these weapons, I got all these Ferraris on the outside, <laughs> and it's like you got a DK, you got an Njigba, first-round pick you want to get the ball to. You got Tyler Lockett. But I'm telling you, when we're at our best, when we're at our best as a football team, we're going 12 and 13 personnel. It creates so much stuff that we want to do as an offense. The run game is open. We're able to utilize them as weapons down the football field. The play-action game opens up. But but on the other side, you got an upset Jackson Smith and Jigba. You got uh-huh. an upset DK Metcalf. So it's like, what do I do? And so right now what we're doing is we're not doing anything. We're just, we're just calling plays. And so that's how something, if I'm watching the Cowboys or I'm watching the Seahawks on offense um, as a defender, I'm living the dream. I'm happy. I'm excited. I see that they won't stay committed to the run game. 
They're force-feeding the ball to DK 10-plus mm-hmm. times a game. They're not utilizing their other weapons. And so on. That's our biggest struggle right now. That is KJ Wright. Follow him on Insta, KJ underscore Wright 34, and KJ underscore Wright 34 on Twitter as well. And you catch his stuff on this podcast, KJ All Day, and of course on 710 up there. Uh, why have the Seahawks beaten the Cowboys 10 consecutive times in the regular season? Uh, that's a ridiculous number. How did that turn out? I mean, is it is it Pete Carroll just understands what the Cowboys do? <laughs> And I was actually on the team when you guys beat us in 20 – what was that? I don't, I don't know how long ago it was, but uh, is it 10 consecutive it's been, times? No, it's been five. Five. Yeah. five. I think it's five. Five? Five, and, yeah. Um, I'm, well, well, first and foremost, understand, like, whenever anyone plays the Cowboys, whenever anyone plays the Cowboys, you get up for that game. I don't know what it is. When you see that star on the side of the helmet, when you come to the to Jerry's world, you want to come out with a win. <laughs> And, um, I mean, I don't know. I just know Coach Carroll, he, he finds a unique way to make sure every game is a championship opportunity. It doesn't matter who we're playing, where we're playing. Every game is a championship opportunity. And um, But it's been battles. It's been some real big-time battles. The, the last one I played you guys in was 2020, COVID year. Oh, you guys oh came wow. Up to da- uh, came up to the hours of shootout. But uh, we found a way. We found a way to get it done. I remember coming to Dallas in 2018 in the playoffs. We um, – we lost that one. You guys beat us. Yeah. So it's always been some battles. It's always been some tough matchups. And um, this could be a fun one again tonight, hopefully. Hey, KJ, if I told you to send in your MVP vote today, who is it? Miles Garrett. Really? I appreciate Wait, Hold on, KJ. Yes, hold on, KJ. You Stand up for see, that side of the ball. Yes, sir. Okay, so okay, if you're going to go defensive side of the ball, KJ, don't you got to go Deron Bland? Stop it. What? <laughs> what do you mean, stop it? Stop it. We're talking Miles Garrett. We're talking about the guy changes the game every single Sunday. 13 sacks, sacks, force fumbles. He is the best defender in the NFL. Now, Deron Bland would be an all-pro. He would mm. be a pro bowler. Five pick sixes is, is, is best in NFL history. I get it. And um, But, no, let's, let's, we're going with the tag master, Miles Garrett. Let's stop trying to force these quarterbacks. to no, no quarterback in the NFL has had an MVP moment. You cannot give me one quarterback that's had an MVP moment. Hold up. But you're not going to go with your fellow Bulldogs? Your fellow Bulldogs having an MVP-like season and Dak Prescott? I love Dak Prescott. I think Dak Prescott is having an all-pro quarterback season, a pro bowl quarterback season. He is the best quarterback, honestly. He is the best quarterback in the NFL right now. Wow. The numbers he's putting up, the consistency he's putting it up at, I love Dak Prescott. He's the best quarterback in the NFL to me right now. Tell me how he's changed, KJ. Tell me about the the scouting report that you had on him in 20 when you were getting ready to play him and what you would have to be prepared for today. So we talked as a unit on defense. We all said, guys, let's stop Zeke. Let's stop Tony Pollard. Let's focus on the run game. If we put Dak in a third and seven plus on a consistent basis, we stop these guys on first and second down, let's force Dak Prescott to beat us with simply his arm, dropping straight back, we thought we had a really good chance of winning that ball game. When I watch Dak now, this guy is lighting guys up. This guy is a wizard uh, when it comes to beating teams from the pocket. He's managing the game, getting the ball underneath to his tight ends, to his running backs in the screens but he can get the ball 30, 40, 50 yards downfield at a very high level. And everybody is happy on this offense. The running game, the running backs are happy. CD is happy. Brandon Cooks is happy. And so um, he's playing like that football. So watch his growth, especially after last year with all those interceptions he threw. 
he knew coming to this season I have to be better protecting the football. So he's doing that, but he's also still being explosive. So he's playing like that. I love what I'm saying. KJ, you're a former Super Bowl champion with the Seahawks. When What goes on in the locker room when you start to look around and everybody's on the same page and y'all say, I think we can do this? When, what like What happens when the team realizes? Like, How do y'all know? When like, okay, guys, let's lock in. I think we really got to look at winning a Super Bowl. It's such a beautiful thing. It's just the energy in the building. It's like you don't even talk about it as a team. Mm. You just look at the guy. You look in the guy's eyes and you just get their head nod like, oh, we the real deal. Oh, we we here for a reason. Oh, we're about to dominate this football season. You just It's just a feel that you have in the building. I've been in buildings where it's like a dark gray cloud. Over <laughs> right. And I've also been in buildings where – you just it resonates with everyone on all three levels: first floor, second floor, third floor. It's just a championship type of environment. And um, once you capture that, we captured that, guys. Going at the end of our 2012 season, we just went on a run. We just blowing teams out, we were beating teams. And then the Falcons beat us in the playoffs by a field goal. We knew coming after that loss, going into that season, no, we we should win a Super Bowl this year. We was 13 and three that year. Got past the Niners, went back again, and um, so it's just it's a chemistry that you develop. It's just a feeling that you have in the building. Was there a point in the season? I mean, I know you started the season in in, in fourteen. We're really good. We expect to be good. But was there a turning point that you went and walked off the field and said that was our measuring stick and we just beat them? Was it the Forty Nine er game, the Thanksgiving game, uh-huh. if I remember way back when? Oh, we blew those. Uh, didn't, we, didn't we blow those guys out? You did. You did. You'd come off a loss, yeah. and you oh – no, it was the Cardinals that y'all beat that year. But was there a moment where you walked off the field and said, everything we thought, it's happening. We're here. It's going down. Does that happen in season, or is it just a little tiny steps all the way through the year? There, there, there's no one moment. There's okay. no one moment that happens. It's game after game after mm. game. You beat teams. You blow teams out. Guys are staying healthy. And you just capture that momentum. That that little snowball becomes bigger and bigger and bigger, and you roll into the playoffs. And I'm telling you guys, when we, the I, I truly believe the best formula for success is getting that roll through the playoffs. Got to come through your hometown. Mm. Roll through the playoffs. Got to come through Dallas. It got to come through Philly. Wherever your hometown is, that's where you want it to be. And so you're comfortable. You have your routine. You got your fan base. And so when I went to my two Super Bowls, I had the Niners had the Packers come to Seattle. It was game over. And so um, I just look at this Cowboys team now. They have everything on this roster to get that done. They got the coaches. They got the defense. You got the quarterback in pretty good health. And so um, this is the moment. This is the opportunity to really capture that. The Niners and the Eagles are in their way to, yes. um, to get to Vegas this year. Now, KJ, when um, the beginning of the season, speaking of the Cowboys, when Micah Parsons says, hey, I think we could be the 2000 Ravens, I think we could be the Legion of Boom, are you flattered or are you offended? <laughs> <laughs> no, I love that. Hey, talk, talk your stuff, young man. You haven't gotten there yet. Right. But um, you're, you're, you're on your way, and uh, it starts with him. It obviously starts with him um, being that leader, being that voice, being that presence on the football field, in the locker room. And but they also have the coordinators to get it done. I love what Dan Quinn is doing, guys. You know, say goodbye to Dan Quinn after this season because he is leaving. Really? <laughs> oh, I can't imagine him staying. Um, I agree. Yeah, he, he has to go. But um, <laughs> just watching what Dan Quinn is doing with these guys, it's a split image of who we were. 
We're going to be sound. We're going to be simple, but we're going to whoop your tail each and every Sunday. We're going to create turnovers. We're going to score on defense. We're going to punch the ball out. Like We're going to be the reason that we make this deep playoff run and win a Super Bowl. And so once you have that mentality as a defense, once you have that leader in Dan Quinn to put that on his guys, the sky's the limit. You know, there's nothing like Go ahead, go ahead. You know what, KJ, what I noticed, and I remember this thing, and I'm not just saying this because you're out here. I remember when you you were playing under Dan Quinn. Yes, y'all y'all were obviously physical, and y'all obviously cam big hitter, but y'all also played the ball when the ball was in the air versus trying to kill the dude. And I think he's brought that same mentality to Dallas as where y'all will take the takeaway. Dan Quinn's team will take the takeaway over the big menacing hit. We don't, we don't teach that. We don't teach if the ball's in the air, hit the guy. We teach the ball's in the air. You, you, you play the ball. That's, that's, what, that's what we coach. We want to get the football. Coach Carroll plays a joke on guys all the time. <laughs> he's like, he'll call out some, some rookie. He's like, hey, what do you want to do on defense? We want to knock guys out. We want to be physical. We want to do that. The guy will be like, yeah, coach, we want to do that. It's like, no, you dumbass rookie. We want to do that. We want the ball. We want to get the ball. And so that's what we teach. That's what we emphasize. It is all about the football. You score on defense. You give the offense the ball back. The minimum is three. Three turnovers is the minimum. That, that was our mentality. We want to get three turnovers on defense. And so that's the standard. And so I see that in Dan Quinn. I know that's their standard as well. I bet if you ask the guy, what's the standard? I bet my bottom dollar he'll say three turnovers. I wouldn't be surprised a bit. Uh, That is KJ, right? If you're not catching his podcast, KJ, all day, you need to be. You had a great breakdown. Was that yesterday of Dak Prescott? And I love the way you went there. But I want to talk about how you talk, how do you stop Micah Parsons? You're a linebacker. You know what it's like. What do you do to stop a dude like that? It takes two people. Always two. (laughs) Always two. It takes two people, and I look at our right tackle who's coming back tonight, Abe Lucas, mm. um, phenomenal right tackle, but he's missed the last seven, seven, eight games, and so I'm a little concerned about his conditioning. I'm a little concerned about, obviously, his footwork, and let's see how he is when it comes to his health. But Shane Wardron, please chip this guy. Please put a tight end on him. But what sucks about Michael Parsons is to be on the right side, be on the left side. He'll line up right against Evan Brown, right up the middle, who's our center. And so you can't really pinpoint where to block him, who to double, you know, how you're going to double team him. So for a guy with his skill set to be able to line up anywhere across the line of scrimmage, it's hard for a coordinator to really pinpoint the blocking scheme and the blocking design to stop number 11. You know, KJ, the thing about this this Dallas defense, and I'll get you out of here on this one, I think the only thing that separates them between them and, you know, the greats we name you guys and the Ravens, I don't think they take it personal enough personally enough on being able to run the ball on them what do you mean please elaborate i mean i feel like if you're going to be a great defense you have to take it personal and not allow anybody to run the ball on you and that that's oh, the cowboys okay. one weakness oh that's that's where it starts when we step into the meeting room on wednesday we go over first and second down run we emphasize the standard we emphasize what we need to do we emphasize edge setting and you got to earn the right to rush the passer. You earn the right to rush the passer mm. by stopping those guys on first and second down. And so I'm looking for Big Hank to come up, to come up and, you know, well, I'm not looking forward to him. I've been looking for But it starts with Hankins up front. It starts with Lawrence. Mm-hmm. Hey, let's stop this run. Put these guys in third and eight, third and nine plus. 
let's have a party at the quarterback. That's that's what has to be the mentality. And so you got to have that chip. Are they coming? Have that mentality. Uh, uh, see, okay. Is this a playoff game for you guys tonight? Is this a playoff game for the Seahawks? I mean, they lose the playoffs just about out of the picture. It's a must win. The only, the only, the only, the only reason why it's not a must win is because you look at the rest of the NFC who's in the hunt. It's some bad teams, like it's <laughs> yeah. really bad. It, it's the Vikings fighting for it. Who else? The um, well, you guys, the, the Bears, like yeah, we. I mean, are, not like, that you're bad, but I mean. Seed. Yeah, right now we're in the last seat of the playoffs. But um, I look at the rest of these teams, they're, you know, they're not doing much either. So this is a must-win. We When we dropped the ball to the Rams a few weeks ago, that really mm. hurt us. But um, we really got to come up with this win. Hey, we beat y'all the last five. Let's make it. Yeah, for real. Let's see if we can slow that down. <laughs> hey, KJ, it has been a genuine pleasure. The media empire that KJ Wright is building, make sure you're a part of it. Follow him on YouTube and follow his podcast, KJ All Day. And, of course, you can catch him on live up in Seattle on 710, uh, the ESPN outlet there. KJ, been a genuine pleasure. Uh, we look forward to talking to you soon. Yeah, have fun tonight, guys. Thank you.